0: things First, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. How are you guys doing? Great, that's great. I'm glad to hear it. You guys already know what this is Holy Music, where we go on album deep dives, talk about your least favorite music, your most favorite music, and everything in between. Today, joining the stew only by Richie Wellbrock, me, and Nick Brezina. Sadly, Jonathan Silvio Brezina could not make it today. I think he had, what did you say he had, Nick? Uh, some private jet things going on yeah
1: he uh had to replace the muffler on his private jet
0: yeah 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 he's he's slicing that taking off the catalytic (laughs) converter you know who needs gas mileage when you got a smiles per gallon you know yeah private jet (laughs) so anyways today we had
1: a fan poll over this week where we were asking what your favorite albums were and what you would like us to cover next and we, rec- we received a pretty decent amount of responses, and two yeah, I'm, albums- I'm, I'm
0: really happy with the turnout.
1: Yeah, two albums were uh, neck and neck, but one pulled in front, and that's what we're gonna be doing today, and that is 2014 Forest Hills Drive by the one and only Jermaine Cole, or J. Cole, as everyone knows him. First off, let's just get started with, uh, you know, our overall opinions on J. Cole. I know a lot of people say, like, he's one of the best. He's like a goat right now. Like, people put him up there with Kendrick and uh, Drake or like Lil Wayne and stuff. But I don't, I think he is a very talented rapper when it comes to lyrical content and storytelling easily. He's very talented in that. But for some reason, I just like, I don't really find that much pleasure in listening to his music. So that's why, like, I don't listen to him too often, but.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't listen to him a lot, and when I do listen to him, I find myself listening mainly to this album, and of course, Middle Child. Even though a lot of people don't like Middle Child, I mean, not clearly not a lot of people because it has 669 nice million downloads on Spotify. <laughs> um, but at least our, people around me don't normally like that song, so I'm I'm normally sticking to the album that we're uh, reviewing today i'm a sucker for storytelling songs i know he's really good at it kendrick is super good at it um i wish tyler would do more of it Uh, logic (laughs)
1: logic early on in his career was really good at it like this time this time of this time period actually because this album's from 2014
0: yeah and um i'll talk more about the songs later i don't want to get too into it right now but first things first nick
1: rest in peace uncle phil
0: Yeah, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, and...
1: (laughs) But, uh, okay, yeah, so the first song of the album is titled Intro, and that's pretty much what it is. Uh, It's a very, it's like a, it has a dreamy opening, in my opinion. It's like filled with some soft piano and some sweet little trumpet in the background. I love when these artists put like actual real brass and instruments into their songs. It sounds a lot better.
0: Verb <laughs> right, right in the mic, bro. Yo, Come we're, on we're, cut, we're
1: cutting that out, bro. I thought it was gonna be. Nah, we can't cut it. We're
0: not cutting it. We're not cutting it. <laughs> oh God.
1: Excuse me. Yeah.
0: But anyway, yeah, I agree with Nikki. Um, you're gonna hear that a lot throughout the album. The um piano seems to repeat itself. Um, not that it repeats itself, but it's throughout the album. The trumpet is also pretty prevalent Uh, later on. There's a lot of string work going on later in the album. Um,
1: Lots of like just actual instruments. I love it.
0: Yeah, he hits a lot of spots for me that I like um, throughout the album. Uh, And he starts it off strong with the intro, with the piano. I like piano in a song. I love horns. not to flex or anything, but I do play the holy trifecta of saxophones that is the alto, <laughs> tenor, and baritone. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, not too much to say about the intro.
1: Yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, it's it's like a reflection of how far he's come as an artist and a person. It's just like a it's got like a bittersweet sort of uh opening to it, but it's a lot different than the second track that is uh January 28th. So, this track is actually titled after January 28th is J. Cole's birthday. And this track, all it is, is J. Cole bragging about how, like, he deserves to be your number one and why he is number one. He even, like, name drops Kendrick and Drake towards the end of the song, saying, like, no, I'm not Kenny. No, I'm not Drizzy. January 28th, something. I don't know. But he, he just, he wants, he, he wants you to know that he thinks he's on top and i don't know this this album is kind of a strong case
0: but yeah but i mean i mean drake is like one of the most decorated artists like of all time yeah I mean, he's I'm got more slaps than the Beatles. his music but when you think back in time and just think about like what was a hit and what was a trendy song in that time period half the time it's a drake song um, like, pop style was huge. Dodge plan was huge. I mean, um, dude,
1: that's, that's like way after this time. Back then, this is like Drake putting out... Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on the album, but it's uh, just, uh, you know...
0: The one with Trophies and stuff like that?
1: Well, Trophies wasn't even one of his albums. That was the Young Money thing. Oh, okay. But uh, no, it was like, you know, over... And songs like that, you know, I know way too many people here, right? Yeah, right. No. Yeah, it, that was old Drake, and it was good. But uh, back to J. Cole, yeah, this is like a very uh, it has a hip, it's like a very hip hop beat with a lot of like hard bass and loud yeah, claps. It's
0: hip-hop. It is old, hip hop,
1: it is old, and that's what uh, that's like J. Cole's style pretty much. Like, he likes the old hip hop feel, yep,
0: definitely. And
1: uh, but s- something that like really that really came to my mind while listening to the song was this to me is a j cole filler song like j cole's top like the best thing he can do you know the what he's best at is telling stories and um you know being lyrical like really lyrical but this is just him bragging and to me it's a filler song for what j cole usually does but when you think about it like this as a j cole filler is already like 50 times better than you know other artists filler songs that are just nonsense you know so that's that's something that hit me while listening to this but
0: yeah it's definitely an older style song i i just don't i i agree with it being filler i mean i i just not that i don't like older rap music i definitely wasn't into it um as much as I am now with the newer things, but I'm not too fond of this beat at all. Um, Yeah, I don't... Honestly, his beats are a little up and down. Some of them are pretty crazy and some of them are a little lackluster throughout the album. Mm -hmm. Um, But the next song has a really good beat.
1: Arguably the uh, biggest song on the album that we have reached so far, Wet Dreams. Um, And this, to me, is an easy, easy example of why J. Cole has a master's degree and maybe even a PhD in storytelling and songs like this whole this this song if you don't know it which is kind of sad if you don't cuz this I <laughs> this was like played at every party ever when it first came out and like even the girls would sing along to it like it tells an experience that we've all went through as
0: were you were you at a lot of parties in 2014
1: no i wasn't i
0: i just <laughs> when I just you heard were from, 14 years old <laughs> i heard
1: from the uh from the rumor mill but yeah
0: yeah yeah i'm sorry to cut you off like that <laughs> no that's all right
1: man i wasn't invited to parties 2014
0: dude that's all good i wasn't invited to parties in 2018 <laughs> 2019 2020 it's all good dog <laughs> Yeah, well, we
1: had our own but uh yeah. <laughs> anyway these, that's uh... what
0: he said um i agree phd i don't know if i'd give him Well, I guess PhD is bigger than master's, so I already uh, have contradicted myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love the flow of this song. And again, I'm a sucker for a storytelling song, and he does it so seamlessly. Um, I don't know how people do it. It really seems like one of the hardest things, at least to me, when I think about writing these songs in my head, just to be able to say what you're talking about but at the same time, make it not only flow with, you know, the amount of bars and the the amount of syllables you use between words, but also make everything rhyme. And I don't know, it just seems great. And there's a lot of good lines in it. Teacher, please don't make me stand up, you know? Yeah. That's a good line. Uh, And I love the flow and I love the background voices of the girls singing. I don't know why Mm -hmm. that just adds to it for me a lot. You're um,
1: exactly right when you say like how it boggles, like it, it just I don't know. It's gotta it just, be
0: so hard. Yeah, it's it, it baffles so me hard.
1: at how you can make a song that is literally like a movie to your ears. Like yeah,
0: man. I mean, he tells a story about waters. what like
1: over over like a week or so that these events are happening. Like yeah, exactly. And it, it's so relatable, and it's just like it even to make it more of a movie it has that m night Shyamalan ending that you never see coming where the girl stops him
0: she, Yeah. clenched
1: be- before he puts it in she goes i want to get something off my mental i can tell you a pro but baby be gentle cuz
0: I, I never did, did, this, did this before, before. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Spoiler yeah, alert, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Sorry for those of you who haven't heard it yet. Yeah, um, no,
1: it's an amazing song. So if somehow you haven't heard it yet, please go listen.
0: Yeah, you know what? There's going to be a lot of spoilers. Pause the podcast right now, go through the album, then start <laughs> listening again. All right. Yeah, we should. We should say that before
1: every, every time. Yep. Uh, but next song takes a. Uh, well, no, it, it goes. It is also a storytelling song, Oh, three Adolescence. This is. Literally just Cole recapping some um, events from his adolescence from 2003, we can assume.
0: You're right. It is a storytelling song, and I don't know why, but I feel like it's a little, um, I'm sorry, not forgettable, but I don't know. It kind of like, not that it goes over my head, but it kind of just comes in one ear and out the other ear. And I always find myself tuning in when he's talking about going to his friend's house and yes. his friend his friend's mom is still there and his mom still lets him hit the joint and then that's that's he's like the saying i part, look up yeah. to you and then the other guy's like man you're looking up to me but i look up to you yeah you're about i, to get I literally wrote degree. that i'm like and
1: it's when he says how like how the fuck are you looking up to me when i'm
0: looking up to you yeah exactly i don't know why i tune in like around there always I don't know what it is about this song.
1: It's because he's putting a conversation into a a song again, like, and and it fits so perfectly. But I, I totally agree with you that it's, I think it's just because this song is overshadowed by like wet dreams because wet dreams is extremely catchy and it's another storytelling, but this lacks those catchy elements of like a radio song. But it's still a storytelling yeah, yeah. like masterpiece. Yeah, it doesn't have
0: the chorus of wet dreams of the I never did this before. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's more of like a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: it's more uh, like shout a... out, Miss Us. Wait, no no no. It was Mrs. Uh
0: It was Miss Us.
1: No, it was Miss Us, but we also did it to France. France. Yeah, <laughs>
0: France. <laughs> we would always go uh yeah, Master Griffin. We would say we
1: would we would say yeah yeah, but I thought we said something else too.
0: Essentially, we guys we were in a CCD group, and I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's CCD. I mean, it doesn't entirely matter that much. And me and Nikki were always there at the same time in the same little group, uh, and we were just always you know goof off as stupid kids as we were. Um, if you didn't know, I've known my uh, other host here, Nikki, for my entire life. Aww. Uh, but yeah we had this teacher and for whatever reason for like a day or two all we said to her was yeah 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 yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah," just everything and i i don't i feel bad for her now looking back at it but we just thought it was the funniest thing ever but
1: um, <laughs> oh my god the stories we have we could do an entire podcast on the stories we have from CC, from ccd yeah,
0: uh, honestly, we should just do a, a throwback podcast. We'll put that up on the Instagram for some more poll some more poll action. Um, yeah. Also, follow us on Twitter, too. We have a Twitter for Polar Music. I actually just recently tweeted at um, a group called 99 Neighbors, what I think will eventually be the next Brockhampton. Um,
1: they could be the next Brockhampton soon if Brockhampton doesn't drop this new album.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just tweeted at them and they... They liked their my uh, they liked my tweet. Not a big deal. Like, wow. I guess you can say I got you know hella reach. <laughs> hella reach, hella reach as <laughs> we can say it these days. All um, right. Well,
1: back to 03 Adolescence, Just to like close it out a little. Um, the the overall message that uh, Cole is like getting off here, like which is what I took from it was like there's always someone's life who is gonna be harder than yours, and so that's why you shouldn't complain. About anything.
0: Yep. He says it in one, almost exactly what you said. He says, um, there's always a house bigger than yours. uh, And it doesn't matter as long as the people inside love you. Mm -hmm. The people inside of your house love you, which is, you know, just a great message in general. And, you know, sort of like the grass is always greener on the other side. But he seems
1: like a really like, and I'm pretty sure this is like a well-known thing that he's like a really good dude like he's not one of those like rappers who you know got rich and like totally fell fell victim to like the fame and stuff he seems like really down to earth and maybe like actually... yeah, i mean
0: sometimes i mean he literally in the beginning of the album shouts out or not shouts out calls out drizzy and um kendrick saying he's better than them which is a stretch and a half if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, but
1: it could be it could be some like friendly banter, you know.
0: Yeah, 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 that, that is true. All right, so after this is a tale of two cities. This song has uh, probably for me out of the entire album my favorite chorus. Where you it like goes this cor- Where, you where like it this starts chorus? out with the nice watch run it hands in the air now hands in the air <laughs> it the, is very <clears throat> it's so good it's, it's just such a catchy
1: uh, yeah
0: and it's not like too loud if that makes sense like it's not like a loud like bumping in your car kind of song like super loud but it's at the same time it kind of is that and i could just i wish it blew up more and it and it could possibly be like a you know party song or bump it in your car just like everybody do the hands in the air thing i just i love that part it's
1: funny Um, like when i heard it i visualized like a live concert where he's on stage going like hands in the air and like everyone in the crowd is moving their hands up and down but yeah this is a very another very like old school hip-hop to me it's so the beat is like very gritty and like hard i don't know what else to say about it and it has like those bell synths that come off like really creepy yep uh but this song reminds me uh so much of run it by logic off of the incredible true story and j cole even says run it in that chorus he goes after they do the hands in the air put your hands in the air run it it literally reminds me of run it so easily and so and uh, the incredible true story wasn't released till a year later, and we all know how much of a fan, a, a Jay Cole fan logic is. He probably just made the song because of this J. Cole song. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But um, also, right before the chorus, a little thing that I feel like not a lot of you probably picked up on, but for me. Being such a big fan of Tyler, the creator, even though we haven't done an album by him yet, um, we will. He we does. Will he does a little. He does a little like a uh, like a little grunt before he goes. He goes. Ugh, nice watch. Run it, and that's like such a such a Tyler thing. Like it there's doesn't so seem many like points, a J Cole thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or at the end of um, I think boredom. At the end of one of his super long uh, bars, he just goes yeah like that just like a weird grunt thing and i just think that's i think that's cool and it always makes me think of tyler when i hear is it.
1: that boredom or is it
0: uh i think it it's either boredom or see you again i'm it's pretty see sure it's you again, again yeah it's either, see you again. he goes uh
1: it. piece of the pie yeah
0: yeah <laughs> give up my bakery to have a piece of your pie yeah Yeah. that's what he does
1: that's a great i can do the
0: whole whole thing right now
1: <laughs> uh next song fire squad um this it's it's the same sort of like braggadocious old-school hip-hop beat except i really like this beat i don't know what it is about it it's like
0: i don't know if it's just me but i think of it the same way i think of january 28th um this the second song in the album uh really the first song because the first one's an intro but yeah, it's an older hip-hop kind of beat. And I guess I just really don't like that because it just doesn't mesh well with me. That
1: that might That's probably why we don't really listen to J. Cole.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that... that, Yeah, that makes perfect sense because most of his other music is kind of uh, beady like that. Like, you,
1: know? you, you really like Middle Child, and that song is all about him, like, talking about the new rap. Like, he's... He's, like talking about the new the new rap style and he's rapping in that style you hear the auto tune in his voice and then we we listen to songs like wet dreams and uh you know no role models which we'll get to later uh but those aren't like that old school hip-hop beat so that's probably the reason why
0: right i i think that is what it is and it's not so much auto tune for me um being that the new rap style really is based a lot around auto tune um especially since Travis Scott just you know did wondrous things with it um i think it's just more the like electric and more more sound throughout the music if that makes sense like less of just a uh, snare hi hat and a little bass you know that's when i hear that that's what i think old hip hop uh, yeah. for me at least
1: uh this song has a line that i really like and it's like him well first off he like rattles off a bunch of celebrities like he, he drops a little Wayne he talks about KD I personally love when rappers like bring in sports references I love when that happens I don't know why I just like it but then he he raps a line about maybe he's speaking on like the the way the Grammys are run and how like corrupt they can be and he has a line where he goes this year i'll probably go to the awards dapper down watch iggy win a grammy as i try to crack a smile and i i don't know why but that that line was just so cool when i heard it and it like i i could visualize him sitting there like wow i didn't win album of the year iggy azalea did and then he cracks a smile for the camera but
0: yeah everybody everybody loves a good shout out that's why we you already know poly music is full of full of shout-outs. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's famous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, well, the next song. I pronounce everyone wants to pronounce it as Saint Tropez, but when he says it in the song, he actually he pronounces it. it Tropez, yeah. It's like French or something.
0: I always say toupe. But yeah, this song, I, I like his he, he comes in with this one with more sort of a sort of a speaking rapping. Um, and then it just it goes from like his speaking rapping like kind of like just talking to you kind of like a storytelling song and it just goes right into um, the chorus which is uh, what is it? It's, He's on his way to Hollywood or mm-hmm. something like that and then it's just accompanied by a little string chord in the background as that more of a chorusy singing voice comes out and I think the the string in the background just pulls it all together and that really marks where throughout the album we're going to start hearing a lot more string i feel like in the background and i personally loved it
1: what i really like about those voices you brought up in the background is that they almost can double as like a, a trumpet or a horn sometimes yes. i hear it and i'm like yo is that a horn but then i hear it another time and i hear a voice so i thought that was really cool but one thing I love about the beginning of this song is how the beat comes together where like every other measure, a new instrument is added in until it's finally complete when like the voices come in. And it's so weird because you hear this and you hear the bass at the beginning and you're like, yo, this is gonna be another hard song. But then as soon as those voices hit and like the chords hit, it's it's totally a different song. It's totally chill and it's a singing more of a singing song for J Cole. Yup, and uh, it just
0: wants it right there with that with that first chord. Yeah, highlight
1: of first this song. piano though. string
0: drew me and like predators carrying tr- treats. <laughs> That's not <laughs> the <one>. Anyway, <laughs> good one. Um,
1: but no, no, no. The the best part of this song is that beautiful sax at the end. Beautiful yes, smooth
0: saxophone at the end. I could probably play it like yeah. off the top of my head, like without off, notes to music. I haven't played the, the saxophone in, like. How long now? Off the dome
1: like Maine. Rest in peace the screw like Maine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably just pick up the sax right now, just hit him with a...
1: The... Yeah, yo, what are you going to do, man? There's no Sway-Lay on this album.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm going to make my favorite song, dude.
1: Sway-Lay wasn't when this song came
0: out. Yeah, that, he, really, he really missed the boat on the whole having Sway-Lay on it. But I mean, this was before all those other albums we've done. Mm-hmm. so that was before Swayle was cool I mean yet again I mean what an influential rapper I, I noticed right now wasn't even thinking about it until you said that this designer is doing such a good job holding up my pants right now and I just I gotta I know you're listening out there Swayle. Uh even if you think your name is Sway Lee, it is not I'm telling you right now it's Swayle thank you for inspiring me to keep this designer holding up my pants thank you so much <laughs> alright back to the song
1: well, we can probably move on to the next song.
0: Which... Yeah, I don't have too much more to say on this one, especially when the next song is as good as it is. Hollywood Cole, go, <laughs> go! <laughs>
1: well, we didn't time what that, a good,
0: bro. what a good intro! Yes, yeah, so uh... I love the intro of this, where it starts out and it's just like going through the music, going through the music, going through the music, and then it just comes in with that Hollywood Cole.
1: Yeah, this is a. Gomed, by the way uh but yeah no this song has an iconic beat i remember just like hearing this beat and i knew what song it was even though i don't really listen to this song but yep this has like that dummy deep bass and it really reminds me of saint percy off of ginger brockhampton the it really reminds me of that
0: or Awkward Car Drive has the same one by um, uh, Germ, I believe it is, uh, featuring Two Side Boys. That's another one where it has the same kind of low bass. And i just like to put this out there, literally until today, when I was talking to Nick about recording the podcast, which normally we try to not talk about the album at all because we want to save everything for the podcast, but... I didn't know. I I always assumed because in the beginning he goes, Hollywood Cole, and then he goes, Go, and then it really comes in with the uh, super lo-fi bass. I thought he always said Hollywood GOMED, but only (laughs) because the name of the song is GOMED, you know? So it would make sense, at least to me in my head. So I've always said Hollywood GOMED. You know
1: it's an acronym, right?
0: Yeah, I know it's an acronym or acronym, but I mean it just sounds <laughs> like it just fits perfectly.
1: Yeah. It uh, fits
0: it fits so well. I mean, you didn't even notice, dude. We've been singing this song for so long, and every single time I have said Hollywood gong. I know. And nobody noticed it's because. It's been it fits a while so since
1: I heard this song. But everyone knows like the chorus, you know, to the window, to the wall, to the wall, then, get off my dick. Whoa!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, and throughout this song, I feel like it, it changes. It, it changes so much. And I guess maybe Travis Scott got some inspiration from this because it it sounds like it's two or three songs. It's like, like it four goes different beats, a, dude.
1: It's like four different beats.
0: Yeah, it's like four different beats. It starts out with the Hollywood gum thing and then it comes in with the to the window, to the wall. Mm-hmm. And then it comes in with the. It's when, he, this is it's where when he's rapping his verses it. too. This is where something skips it. And then he goes, uh, he's talking about loving a girl. And he's like, um, oh, yeah, he's like all the together. Fl- can't leave without her. So you walk back in and make a scene about it. And it's then like, he goes, all the not like, will skip Love. this
1: part or something like that. He says, like, all the other all gangsters will skip this part. And then it switches. Yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: uh, Ain't nobody singing about it no more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah.
1: In a way, like, I feel like this is J. Cole at his best. And it's not—it's not even like my I would, favorite.
0: I would agree with that.
1: It's not my favorite song of his, but like for some reason, I feel mm-hmm. like this is a, this is peak Jay Cole.
0: I I think that I, maybe you're just thinking that because it's such an upbeat, especially in comparison to everything you hear on the album. It's just so upbeat and just like fun, and it keeps changing. I I, I personally love this song. Uh, but yeah, I would say this is one of his this is one of his best songs. I'm going to look right now online and see at least on Spotify what his top song is when you look at his name.
1: It's probably No Role Models, which is the oh, next yeah, song. Oh yeah, it is No
0: Role Models. Actually, this song GOMED isn't even on the top 5. Yeah. That's actually really surprising. Um but but No hey,
1: Role Models. And I'm here right now.
0: No Role <laughs> Models to speak to. But speak yeah, speak of me, <laughs> richie
1: and i just have literally have a tradition that whenever this song comes on we just rap it word for word because when this song came out it was literally like all we listened to and i don't remember it being that way but if you look at like videos we have from that time period that song is always on dude like it's always It's on. so
0: funny too because that was like I mean, we only had our phones for like two seconds. That was like right when I got my phone and right when I started like listening to that kind of music. I mean, before that, I had an iPod of freaking Red Hot Chili Peppers, Queen, ACDC, Death Metal and like one and like the Goblin album and like stuff like that with like that was, young that
1: was long like hair that. richie days that yeah that was that was, long, that was when <laughs> i had long
0: hair and i was like edgy as hell i mean i still am edgy, edgy as hell um Yo, back
1: in 2014 long hair richie and fat nick that was awesome, yeah long bro. hair
0: richie and fat nick that's dude that's what it was for that dude those were the days i mean even now like if this song comes on in the car and we get to where we're going literally if it starts like if the song starts and we shut the car off no music Somehow like we're sing like synced up in our brains we'll just sing it, it out. Perfectly in sync every line of it, just without any music, just through the entire song. Yep. Um but you're right. I, I have so many stupid ass iPhone 5s. Yeah, uh, the videos one video of us the one video on the I back of remember. the bus like cool kids.
1: The, the one I always remember is you in my basement and you're doing like a turnaround shot on my basketball hoop down there.
0: Oh yeah. And you hit it Drained too. It. <laughs>
1: And it's, like, Absolutely. right at the part where he's, like, taking off her shirt. All right, taking off her skirt. Let her wear my shirt before she leave. I'm going to need I'm my shirt, shirt back. Yeah. But this yeah, song this is... Song is great. Yeah, huge. So good. He somehow, like... He finds a way to work in a George Bush, like, saying, and it fits so perfectly. You know, the fool me ones. Shame on you. Fool me, can't get me. Yeah, you're geez.
0: right. I, I, I always forget about that until it comes on. And... I was listening to it uh, in the Ghost Wraith today with Heather, um, and it came on, and I guess she hadn't, she hadn't heard, heard it, but she knew the part. She knew the chorus of the... Because everybody knows it. Uh, it was so big when it came out. In fact, when this oh, song yeah, came out... Oh, yeah, don't save
1: her. She don't want to be
0: saved. Yeah, she don't want to be saved. It. When this came out, like that was a big thing, and I feel like it was in memes on Instagram and like stuff like that. But it's so strange that that chorus was a big thing but the whole song is so good and I feel like a no, Like I never saw that in a video online or anything like that but as I was saying I was in the car with Heather and I don't know if she laughed because you're right he just so effortless, effortlessly works in that so quote bullshit. where he's um, fool me one time shame on you and then he goes yeah. fool me twice, can't get fooled again so and then it just good. goes into the fool me once, can't put blame on you It's yeah. very
1: hard to like actually use a talking like clip and perfectly fuse it into a song and he does it perfectly.
0: Yeah, and it, it really sounds so great. And it, sounds, yeah. it sounds so good. And then he adds his own little spice to it. Fool me three times, fuck the peace time, load the chopper, chop let chop it, and rain it rain on, you. on you. yeah Alright,
1: well, we could go on all day about this song but to move yes, on sure. um, next song is Hello by Adele, but not just kidding. But uh, Hello. this song I actually really like this song, and this is like uh, not many people would think of this song when they think of 2014. hill Drive, but it has a beautiful piano opener, and I love what Cole is rapping about in this song. It's so deep. It's about a girl that Cole has liked forever, but she's already started a family without him and like what does he do now like he's like i see that you you got your second like you have a kid on the way and that's your second already if i came into your life like i would have to be their stepdaddy forever and like it's just such a deep song
0: yeah um for me i love the beginning of this song and i like the chorus but he comes back again with the with the january 28th type beat like it comes in And it's his piano and the song is just very serene and it's a very soothing beat. And then it just comes in what I think is just a little too fast on like some hi hats. And it just is over the piano and his helloing. And then all of a sudden it's back to that old school kind of beat um, in the background with the piano and the synths and chords going on too. But it just makes me think of 28th. Uh, January twenty eighth. Yeah, it's sort of like um, I'm just not the, the biggest fan of those old Donna beats.
1: Yeah, um, sort of messes so. with the vibe. But the next song, yeah,
0: definitely. I think it, I honestly think it's out of place and it really doesn't fit it very well.
1: Yeah, the next song apparently I actually sort of dislike more than Hello. Even though Jake Cole, he's sort of like what?
0: What song is it? You apparently. said apparently you don't like it as much
1: yeah let's be clear (laughs) Um, apparently is the song title and i don't like it as much as hello but he he sings a little in the beginning which i kind of like but it's sort of like a song i think about like appreciating his family and he talks about his mom specifically he does have a trombone line in it though so that wins points with me because is that what it is is that what
0: it is because i was going to ask you what you thought it was because it's that like higher pitched kind of thing going in, going on in the back, and it's like it's almost like a solo at at, at one point. No,
1: no, no. I think no. That's that is that's trumpet.
0: Yeah. Okay. That but, I really like. And no, what he, else he has in this? He has like birds going on in the background at one point, and it's like really short. But I think that's so cool that he put that in there, and I love that trumpet solo part. I love it.
1: I meant he has he has a line where he mentions 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 a trombone.
0: Oh okay. Jeez. I thought you were about did to tell hear, me that that was a trombone, and I was like, "Damn, that. <laughs> that's high as hell to play the freaking trombone that high."
1: Yeah, no. Uh, only Sam Hosler could hit those notes. My man could uh, suck his balls in, if you know what I'm saying. When he, <laughs> <laughs> when
0: he went to play that, <laughs> Sam Sam Hosler helped me help me jump my car, and we didn't even freaking plug in the wires. Like I literally was like, "Let me just give it one more try." After we knew it was dead for like probably like three hours because i was at work and i killed it like a dumbass literally like the first day i had my car and i was like sam yeah you gotta help me jump my car and he's like walking over with the, with the wires and i try to start it and it just started up perfectly and i was like <laughs> oh, okay i was like sam you're the you're the best at this you don't even need to plug it in and jump my car i couldn't uh,
1: i couldn't prove myself as a trombone alpha male because i couldn't hit the high notes so whenever mr <laughs> g would be like you're up nick i'd be like i just fail, and then it'd be Sam's turn, and he would just go, like, and just, like, nail it perfectly. I don't know how Oops. he did it, but...
0: Sam is a god. Yeah. Sam is my only role model. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next song, Love Yours. Again, another really deep message in this song. Like, what I got from it is... It's basically... Cole is trying to tell you, like... Your life is only as good as how much you love it and you can't you can't compare it to anybody else's. Like he's saying like there's he has a line where he says, There's always gonna be a hotter girl, but you're not gonna have a great life until you love yours. That's how he that's yeah, how he relates
0: it, but Yeah, lyrically, I think it's a great song and I think it starts out super, super cool, a lot of string in it. Um and I feel like in the past on this album it sounded like one dude or one lady on the some string instrument doing it by herself. But on this one, I feel like it's more of a more of a band or a you know symphony yeah, of strings, more like
1: a one eight hundred vibe, like a whole orchestra of. Strings. I was
0: thinking it sounds like some some of the Igor stuff, honestly, or maybe from the you Igor know the song album. of Viva La Vida
1: by Coldplay.
0: Yes, <laughs> bum,
1: bum, 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 bum. maybe like
0: that, yeah 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 you're right you're totally right but then uh, other than that I just I don't know why the beat irks me a little bit I don't, I don't know what it is it just no, it feels I, I agree. strange
1: the beat is weird
0: it feels strange it, feel, it feels a little off and I'm it not, is, I'm not in love strange, with it and I don't yeah. know if he, he was going for that on purpose or not
1: it's strange but like I have to look past it because I love the message from this song and it's just like you don't really get that in rap anymore he has that line where he's like, I mean, he says, with, like, there's beauty in the struggle. With some of
0: them. And some of them, yeah, but... Look harder. I think you just have to look harder now.
1: I don't know, man. It's Personally.
0: Like, if you... if I think... I mean, there's a lot of rappers that there definitely is not a message, and they're just like, yeah, fuck bitches, I'm getting, I'm getting money. Yeah, look at my tummy. You know, like, stuff like stupid my, stuff like my that. My tummy hurt.
1: Like, come <laughs> my on now, bro. Hurt.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly, but... You're right. That's what I was saying. I mean, I, I love the lyricism throughout the song. I love the lyrics in general. The message is great. Uh, and then it starts out so strong. And I always think like this is a song that I'm going to love. But and then it just the beat is so strange to me. And I don't want to say it seems unprofessional because I know some people do that on purpose. Like they try to make it irk you. But I feel like it's not enough. Like it doesn't make me feel weird enough that I think he's doing it on purpose. I, it, it irks me, and I and I don't really like it that much. Uh,
1: Not the, the final best way to song,
0: quote
1: the final song, if you want to call it that, on the album "Note to Self," it's really like a two-minute song, and then the entire thing is like fourteen, almost fifteen minutes. So, like twelve minutes of him just saying thank yous for the album, thanking his family, thanking Dreamville, thanking his friends, because this this is this was his essentially like his biggest album
0: yeah i mean out. this song is 14 minutes and 35 seconds long it's almost 15 minutes long
1: that's why i said
0: <laughs> i will that was just the exact numbers uh yeah. 14 minutes 35 seconds and you're right it is two minutes of song kind of like a kind of like an interlude um
1: or and then like it's an just like
0: him thanking people which i personally think is really cool i think that's super cool um It is, he's like actually,
1: you actually like hear him though. Like he's in the booth when he starts doing it. And he's just like shouting out people who are in the studio. Like, I think he says someone's sleeping, but like he's, I like when he goes, he's like, even if we sell three copies, we did it, man.
0: Yeah. (laughs) One day, one day when this, uh, I mean, we're already pretty big. I mean, kind of international. What do we have? We have uh, Canada, France, Canada, um, France, Brazil. Brazil.
1: And we even have unknown we have unknown location
0: unknown is new i didn't i didn't hear about that one and of course the u.s but you know eventually in like probably a week or two when this podcast is i'd say it would have to about it probably only have to double in numbers to get to that 10 million mark of listeners but then we can do our own podcast where we literally just thank everybody we're like Thank you, Miss Us, for putting up with us in CCD and stuff like that. That would be so great. And I think it's so cool that J. Cole did this at the end of his album. Even if it is 15 minutes long, like, I'm not going to listen to it. I mean, I did listen to it because we're doing this, but I'm not going to listen to it in the car. Like, if this song came on, I would skip it, obviously. But I think it's it's super cool that he did
1: that. It's a cool ending. But all in all, uh, we'll give our favorite songs, least favorite, So easily, I think I got to give my favorite slash best song to No Role Models. But because that's such an easy, like, given for me and you, I wanted to pick another one.
0: I I agree with you. I'm going to say I agree and I'm going to give it to No Role Models. But I feel like it's not fair just because I just have too much attached to it. Just because we literally have been singing that song for so long. And if I wasn't going to give it to No Role Models, I would easily give it to Gomed. in fact if we didn't if we didn't sing that as much as we did then gom would get it in fact i i, I low-key think Gomd is uh, or g-o-m-d is the better song i it, it switches up the beats it's super hypey and then it's also got the love song par and it I, it's great and it really touches all the bases for me and i yeah. think lyrically he doesn't lose it when he switches anything All in all, it's just a great song.
1: I'm at like a tie between Gomed and Wet Dreams, but solely based on the fact that I listen to Wet Dreams a lot more, I have to give it to Wet Dreams. I just think it's a beautifully taught, wrapped out story where I have like visualized it perfectly, been able to visualize it perfectly in my mind, what he was going through based off of what he is saying and just beautiful storytelling and i love storytelling so
0: i do too those are easily top three least yeah so those are easily one two and three for the top three songs all right least favorite songs (laughs) i think everybody knows what mine's gonna be
1: january 28th
0: i think it i think it's gonna be january 28th and only because adolescence is kind of the same beat that i don't really like But I love the story of adolescence. And I love, even though I tune in halfway through the song every time, I I like the story and I like the lines of it significantly more than I like January 28th. And I personally, I just have never been into that old hip hop kind of music with uh, uh, beats like that. It's just not enough going on for me. Definitely not. I
1: I went into this thinking A Tale of Two Cities was going to be my least favorite.
0: Really? That's a hot take.
1: But you... Hold you on, let me take my jacket off. You convinced, me other, you convinced me otherwise. You convinced me otherwise. And my least favorite, I think I have to give it to Apparently. Which, like, I don't really like giving it to that song because of the message and what he raps about. But it's just too forgettable for me, I think. I don't... I didn't really have that many notes on it either. It didn't really spark anything in me. But overall... I think this album is very strong like I listened to the whole thing and I was like yo like I didn't really remember it being this strong from song to song you know.
0: Yeah I really when I think about it I just think of the three that we already mentioned would easily be top three and honestly I'm surprised you said that going into it you were going to put two cities as your least because I would put that in fourth I'd put that right under my dreams to be honest Mm -hmm. because i i think that song is so much fun and i like it a lot yeah it is a super strong album uh especially for him i think um no role models really gave him a name at least for me that's like the first j cole that i think i heard definitely
1: i think so too for me but uh, um overall overall. a rating um i don't know i'd have to go with like i have to go with like a really good seven or a soft 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 jello eight or maybe even I think, maybe even a concrete six because it's just these like those low hip hop yep.
0: beats. That's that's what I'm thinking. It has a lot of super good songs, but for me, aside from the just emotional connection, not really emotional, but nostalgia. Uh nostalgia connection to uh no role models. Uh, no role models. I I am not Blown away by even the best Song on the album like I'm not like I'm not like floored and I'm Like this is this is insane It is a super good Song like there are some super good songs On it but none of them are Crazy crazy and the bottom Bottom for me personally like I'm gonna skip it like I'm not even gonna.
1: it has very low It has a very low replayability I Think there's like yeah yeah there's two songs in there that I still listen to and it's Wet Dreams and No Role Models. Yep. Uh, But I just, like, not to say the other songs are bad, it just has a low replayability.
0: Yeah, and honestly, for me, it'd be, it'd be, Gome two cities and no role models i don't really listen to wet dreams even though listening to this over again i'm i'm happy i did because i honestly forgot about that song but i really do like that song a lot uh so i'm gonna give it as well the softest 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 seven except for i'm not gonna give it that i'm gonna give it a hard six which i feel bad but
1: i think that's where that too
0: i think it's D quality for me sorry j cole especially after you freaking got all cocky and shouted out Drizzy and freaking Kendrick And now you're getting a soft six From one of the, yeah, see, the most well-known is, podcasts in the world
1: The difference is Jake Holt, Like said he was better than them But Logic when he shouted out these guys Was like I look up to them
0: <laughs> Yeah well Logic knows he's not as good as them But he's not as good as a lot of people Know so your place He's probably used to that Yeah uh,
1: <laughs> Let's uh Let's avoid the conflict that is coming with that statement by ending the podcast here.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to everybody. This has been Polar Music, and you already know we're cool. So you guys stay tuned.